Welcome to Kitsubri Kitsuriya up to Simen Tzadi. Other Isuri Shabbos that aren't exactly Melachas, Sif Yud Aleph. If someone has a wall or a mounted tablet, we're talking about Shturi Hadyotis here. And on this wall or on this plaque, there are pictures or portraits. And underneath it says, oh, this is a picture of, uh, of Yankel. This is a picture of so-and-so. This is a picture of, you know, the War of Normandy, the Battle of Normandy. Whatever the picture is, it's also to read that writing, that caption on Shabbos. Because once you're reading this, the Mishabur says you might come to read uh, actual business documents, actual stories. It's even also to look at it without reading it. So too, if uh, regarding books of wars, or other history books, or any other silly book uh, that's not Kaddish. You know, just see Chulin, like Sefer Emanuel. He was uh, Emanuel ben, ben Shlomo. He was a Jewish poet. But most of it is just irrelevant, um, unholy poetry. Well, definitely romances are all usher to read on Shabbos, even without reading them aloud. The Mr. Brewer says, well, if you can't read it, then this book is Muksa. Regarding newspapers, the Mishnah Brewer says that even though the Shvos Yaakov says it's mutter to read a newspaper, since there are many poskim that say it's usher, because it always has some business or commercial news in it, and there's advertisements, it's uh, many, many people usher it. So if you have a nice Heimish magazine, but it's full of advertisements, ask a Shaila, it's not entirely, obviously mutter there may very well be a better Shabbos reading material. Even during the week, the Kitzer says that reading this stuff is also because of Moshev Leitzim. Even if they're written in Lashon HaKodesh, there's an, even, there's an extra Isser by romances, because that uh, incites the Yitzhahara. But there are Yamim, where you could, where you could get some Musr or Yerushimayim from. A history book that has uh, real lessons, like Josephus, Yosefun. Even if you get if you get Yosefun written in English, that you can read on Chavez. Even though it's mutter, the Kitzur says it's better not to read them excessively. Next halacha, it's not sure to measure anything on Chavez. Unless it's a mitzvah. And the Mishabur says you are allowed to, you know, guesstimate and give it a basic approximation of how much you need as long as you're not using a measuring tool. If there's a financial loss, then the Kizer tells us that you're allowed to speak about your tzorachav, whatever you need, with a Jew or a guy. See what you could do to prevent that loss on Shabbos. Now the Kitzer dives into Amirul Akum. The Ramam says that the reason why it's usher to ask a guy to do something for you on Shabbos, the whole concept of Malach on Shabbos will become very lax and Yidin themselves would start doing it without asking a guy. Chazal Asr even getting enough from something that a guy did for Yid on Shabbos. Right? So if a Jew is sitting in the dark and a guy comes in and turns on the light, the Jew can't even benefit from that light, even if he never told him to turn it on. 
if it's innocent daraisa, like you know, lighting a fire, if the if the guy came in and lit a candle, then the Mishabura says that no Jew is allowed to benefit from it. Not besides for the yid who the guy did it for. Now, but let's dive into some of these halachas. Anything that a Jew is not allowed to do, the guy is not allowed to do for him, because telling a guy to do an Isra on Shabbos is an Isra Darabonon. It's a shvus. Even to hint to him is Usr. You can't hint an Isra on Shabbos. Yeah? Hinting doesn't help. We'll, we'll talk about when you are supposed to use a hint. Even to tell the guy before Shabbos, do me a favor, come on Shabbos, and, uh, you know, clean up, turn on the lights, whatever. Usr. So here's where hinting comes in. Mishabura says that you're allowed to hint to him before Shabbos. The only issue is that if the guy comes in and turns on the light for you on Shabbos, you're not allowed to get enough from it, right? But here, you're allowed to hint to the guy to come and add a light. Because if you were able to have your meal with, you know, one candle, and then you hinted to the guy before Shabbos to come and he lights another 40 candles, so now it's nice and bright and beautiful, but you were practically able to function without what the guy did, then you're allowed to benefit from what he added. But Moshe says that even if it's very hot in the room, it is also to tell the guy on Shabbos, even the hint, you know, oh, it's very hot in here. And then the guy will come in and turn on the AC, that you're getting pure enough from what a guy did for you on Shabbos. And uh, that's, that's, uh, that's very much us here. We'll talk about cold, which is different. You can't tell a guy on Shabbos to do something for you after Shabbos. Again, the Romo here says you're allowed to hint to him on Shabbos to do something for you after Shabbos. This is not an, an issue of... Uh, of a shvus because the guy is doing the malacha at a mother time. He's doing it after Shabbos. The whole issue is mivtechevskov of talking and and dealing with your issues, your mukasa issues on Shabbos. Therefore, to tell the guy to do something for you after Shabbos is mutter if it's a tzarech mitzvah because mivtechevskov is mutter for a mitzvah. Only chevtzchah is aser. You just can't tell a guy straight out before Shabbos to do a malacha for you on Shabbos, even for a mitzvah, because then the guy is doing malacha for you on Shabbos. And that's not mitzvah chavzicha. You don't have the heter over there of, of the terech mitzvah. Have a wonderful day!